Welcome to Public Power Underground, Northwest Public Power's premier infotainment series that covers Northwest Public Power and Public Power adjacent news. Our series began as an awkward forced fun time for the Power Department 44 weeks ago when we altered our work arrangements at the start of an ongoing pandemic. Public Power Underground has expanded to podcasts. Not only can you find us on our YouTube channel, you can also subscribe, rate, comment, and listen to your favorite performative pandemic public power series through your favorite podcast app like Apple or Spotify. On today's show, we will be joined by special guest star Karen Heim on the newest edition of Slumming with the Underground. But first, we'll get an update on Northwest Power Markets on Aaron Reports and check in on a couple news items in a truncated public power desktop. I'm your host, Brian Fawcett, and I'm joined by the star of Aaron Reports, co-star of Public Power Underground financial analyst, Aaron Guillory. Good afternoon, Aaron. Good afternoon, Fawcett. Happy CPD Friday. That's right. Big plans for the weekend. You enjoy oh, the man. rain that you talked about last week on, on our uh, series here. You had better believe it. I absolutely <laughs> am so excited to get out this weekend. <laughs> All right. Our other co-star of Public Power Underground, the coding wizard of R and Python, our resident Genesis apprentices, and current power analyst, Ian, the neural network Bledsoe. Thanks for being here, Ian. Thanks, Brian. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Question mark? We'll leave that. We'll leave that alone. Yeah, that was gold. <laughs> Lastly, the assignment editor of Public Power Underground and manager of the Power Department, Paul Dockery. Good to be back. I take my assignment editing jobs very seriously and had a lot of great coverage from Ian and Aaron on, on, the, uh, on Public Power Desktop this week and a, a news report from Brian. It's going to be awesome this week. Okay. We're starting this week checking in on power market indicators in the Northwest with our first segment, Aaron Reports. Okay, let's get into it. This is Aaron Reports, built to take a few minutes to cover Northwest market indicators for January 21st, 2021. I'm Aaron Gillery, and I've got your market update for the week. April, September flows of the Dells are expected to be 87,232,000 acre feet, a 2,834 fall from last week, putting the anomaly at 94%. Midday outflows of the Dells were 156 KCFS compared to 173 last Wednesday midday. Taking the 84 East scaling north to Grand Coulee Dam, midday elevation was 1,283 and 4 feet, similar to last week. An outflow took a 16 lift to 144 and 4 KCFS yesterday midday compared to last time reported here. This week, we're checking in on snow depth in the Canadian Rockies, the Redfish uh, Creek Snowtel at 6,903 feet elevation in British Columbia has a snow depth of 96.8 inches and a snow water equivalent of 35 inches, which is about 116% of today's normal. Mid-sea power settled at night around $20.63 per megawatt hour, daylight brought 23.51, high 27, low 10.25. August power at Mid-Sea took another little step up to 7045 this week compared to 6705 the last time reported on Public Power Underground. Henry Hub February futures opened at 254 per MMBTU yesterday and August opened at 2765. Sumus gas in August closed at about a 25 and a half cent discount. Henry Hub translation Mid-Sea August power is priced at a 28,000 rate. In bond markets, the California Water District recently issued two bonds at a total of 281.66 million, a 5% nine-year note with average yields of 72 bips and a 5% 20-year borrowing with average yields of 78 bips. The CPC maintained a reported ONI of negative 1.3 for October, November, December, with most recent SST departures at negative 1.2 
Uh, for Nino, 3.4 index continues to anticipate a 95% chance La Nino will continue through the duration of winter, winter 2021. Other resources continue to maintain a reported negative 1.06 current index. Spending a beat at Bonneville's balancing authority, peak load this past week hit 8,600 on January 20th at 8 in the a.m., an 810 climb from last week's peak. Corresponding hydrogen was about 12,300, uh, about a 470 lift with conventional thermal units uh, scaling up to 170 to 1,100 for the same interval. Wind gen climbed 60 megs to 75, and nuclear hit 1,200, similar to last week's coincident peak for the same hour. The shift continues in the NOAA forecast this week. Temp in the region has a 47% chance of being below normal, or precipitation in the region has a 33 to 60% chance of being above normal in the 6 to 10-day outlook, with minor shift anticipated to 33 to 50% chance of being above normal, with some areas right in the near-normal range in the most recent one-month outlook for NOAA. And that's all we've got for this update. Back to you, Brian. Thanks for the report, Aaron. You got it. Looks like we're going to have some cold weather this weekend. Possible snow. Ooh. Fun for the kids. It's going to be fun sledding. And I'm the only one has to drive to, into the office next week, too, so it should be easy. <laughs> are you My gonna skis put, are waxed. Uh, are you going to put the Tesla in, like, track mode and do some cookies? that thing <laughs> maybe it's funny how many other idiots are on the road <laughs> but people call it cookies we always call them donuts I was just about to ask yeah is that a more modern way of saying donuts or uh, definitely here it is now <laughs> hear them equally often here next up is our weekly walk through northwest public power and public power adjacent news in a segment we like to call public power desktop All right. The first story, technical management team convened a meeting on January 20th in what was at times illuminating and at other times confusing for a certain power analyst whose first technical management team meeting it was. It was indicated at the meeting that Grand Coulee Drumgate work is unlikely this year, but uh, as we know, that could always change with a large shift in the water supply, such as uh, a large amount of rain. Uh, it was also reiterated that the minimum tailwater elevation for Bonneville is to be set at 11.8 feet, that's NAVD 88 for anyone who was wondering, in order to project, protect chum reds below the dam. And the next uh, TMT meeting, or the, yeah, the TMT meeting is February 3rd? Oh man, yep. that's a day after Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Huh. Is there any public service announcement you would like to share in about Groundhog Day? <laughs> nope. Are you going to come out of your apartment in Portland, look around, decide if you want to stay out or go back in? Is that how? That is exactly, yep. yep. <laughs> Time to get a Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, as assignment editor, I will uh, assign Ian to also participate in the February 3rd call and give us another readout uh, after that. I have added every single one of those calls to my calendar, so I'm not going to miss any. All right. Friend of the underground, Scott Wilson, made sure we noticed BPA's tech forum announcement of a second integrated program review. The IPR2 process will begin in March and is in response to customers' interest in BPA's transmission capital program assumptions. BPA's initial proposal for transmission rates included $45 million per year in revenue financing. Historical transmission rates have reflected a 100% financing approach for transmission capital needs, as well as paying back less than borrowed on an annual basis. 
This has resulted in growing percentage of the revenues devoted to debt service over time, as well as significantly depleting the agency's access to borrowing authority. Yeah. Hey, no, no meeting scheduled yet, uh, just um, March notice. So once we get it on the schedule, we'll maybe we'll assign you to actually dive in and, and give us a readout, Aaron. That'll be good. I'm ready for it. Good. A minute. Yeah, another note, the IPR2 process is an opportunity for customers to learn more about the underlying assumption for transmission capital spending that is driving the depletion of borrowing authority and need for revenue financing. All right, and what has been a lengthy about face from the state of Washington, its Department of Ecology denied the application for a shoreline permit for Northwest Innovation Works proposed methanol plant at the Port of Kalama this week. Ecology referenced the significant emissions that would occur locally due to the $2.3 billion project and questioned claims from Northwest Innovation Work representatives that the project would result in an overall decrease to global emissions. Northwest Innovation Works has 21 days to appeal the decision. Okay, that's all the news we're covering this week. To save time to banter with our guests, send us any news, jobs, questions, or opinions you'd like us uh, to Paul on Twitter at, at a power manager, or if you're a friend of the underground, send us, send any of us a note through email. This week, PPC's Karen Heim has agreed to join us to answer deeply personal and occasionally inappropriate questions for our slumming with the underground segment. Karen is responsible for meeting coordination, meeting logistics, office managing, personality managing, being nice to visitors to the office like uh, Paul when he shows up for a meeting in person, providing support to PPC's executive director and staff and publishing wire to wire. That, that's a lot to be responsible for. Just, uh, she is also a history scholar having graduated with a bachelor of arts from Gonzaga and a, uh, a master's from the University of San Diego. Hi, Karen. Welcome to Public Power Underground. Hey, Paul. Thanks for having me. Are you are you ready to slum with the underground? We're going to ask you some deeply personal questions, occasionally inappropriate, and then we're going to be very judgmental about your answers. I am ready. I have been hardening my shell for the judgment, so I'm, let, let's do this. Okay, that's really <laughs> that's the right level of enthusiasm. Yes. I'm going to start with a question that we have to ask everyone, and you can't avoid. Okay. All right. Is, do you support federal legislation that will allow Oregon and Washington to permanently transition to daylight savings time all the time in order to forever rid ourselves of the scourge of seasonal time change? Paul, I really, it's hard to tell your uh, feelings about this given the question. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I can't tell. Because I'm not uh, trying to hide. <laughs> I'm not trying to you know, make you answer in a certain way. Uh, I would say that if you had asked me this before I had a kid, I wouldn't have cared. Uh, but now uh, my one-year-old wakes up at 5.30 every morning and it doesn't get light until 7.45. So that's a lot of darkness hours to have to deal with. Uh, so I am a fan of more, more daylight. Bring it and on. How, how terrible was the time change? How oh, terrible it took, was it? It was mostly terrible on us. Like she probably didn't care, yeah. but for us, it, it was like a four day process of trying to get her bedtime back to when it actually should be. Yeah, so. baby doesn't care. It doesn't know what time it is. You exactly, know? Uh, but I know what time it is. And I saw my clock when I woke up and I wasn't happy about it, so. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad that we can continue on uh, because if you had not answered that way. I am glad I passed this test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. 
So I, have, I, I assume that you follow in the same thing that you also have children that wake up early and therefore. Yes, children. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's just like they don't understand why we have developed a system of time telling. Don't that, we have lights can't we, that we can turn on? <laughs> yeah, like what, what are we trying to solve here, people? Exactly. Paul, I did have a follow-up question for you on this. Okay. I've noticed in the in a number of times that we've asked this of uh, our guests, we've left out California in the question, and I'm wondering if that's on purpose. I'm I'm all for it if if it is. I don't have a problem with it, or are we just like maybe I I have no opinion on California. I could care less. But the thing is, I need both Oregon and Washington uh, because if one of them was on. <laughs> Uh, decided to like stay with time change and the other one was uh, that would be terrible so would, I, this is all terrible. like about me like I need both of them or else I'm screwed this is the Paul Dockery special he needs it to be a certain way <laughs> yes yes yeah. uh, but a uh, resident California expert Aaron do you do you want California included oh man I mean I think my feelings are pretty similar here. Karen and I actually had an email discussion about how California can keep all the hot weather. They can keep all the sun. Um, yep. In this context, I guess it's a little bit different, but yeah, I don't know. They can do them. I think if we switch, that'd be great, but. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm okay with them doing them. Yeah, but Oregon and <laughs> Oregon, Washington need, need to do need to do daylight savings time all the time yeah <laughs> we okay, are this... i will i will know that i'm gonna pitch this light pitch we're can i'm considering a public power underground after dark which is <laughs> it's a, a deep dive into seasonal time change after hours where there can also be adult beverages oh I wasn't following you until you got that last part and then i was like i'm on board with this yeah so i also heard that part <laughs> yeah, there's that last the, the, the last part. It really is game changer. Game soft changer. Low. Soft flow. Okay. Yeah. Is this this is also me? I'm going. How like this is the more like I'm caring about your feelings. I'm not a callous person. How I, I feel that I feel professional it, so. isolation. Do you have any techniques that you've learned that you can share with us? Uh, I don't know if I have techniques. So I know that because I don't see my coworkers every day, I text them a lot more. Uh, and then there's the random phone call where you call about something that's work and then you end up talking for 35 minutes because you're catching up on things that you haven't gotten to chat about. Uh, but as far as the isolation, I try to take walks outside, like just because I, welcome to my office slash dining room uh, right here. There's a goat back there. Um, but it's a, it's a pretty small space that I'm in. So it's helpful to get out every once in a while. And I'm very familiar with the run on conversations just because like, you just like want to talk to somebody. <laughs> somebody else. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 I see you guys are, some of you are in your office and some of you are in your home office. Yeah. We do a rotation here where it's like oh, okay. one week at a time. Uh, Got it. In the office. It works pretty well. That's good. So Karen, what alternate names were considered for PPC's wire to wire monthly newsletter? For so, instance, uh, <laughs> uh, Paul, Paul's got these, que these questions lined out. So did, uh, I guess this is part of the question, did PPC consider phase to phase, shocking phasers and currents or the name poles to ground? 
I, I thought I thought of another one. The relay. Oh, the relay would have been a good one. Uh, no, this was a, wire to wire was actually like our first one that we came up with. So it used to be called uh, in the loop. I don't know if any of you were around for that. And there was a cowboy going like this. So uh, we tried to at least bring it somewhat into uh, our realm. Um, and so that's how we ended up on wire to wire. And uh, we did get some flack because our logo has some pretty sagging transmission lines. I don't know if any of you guys have noticed that, but it was brought up to us at the time. Uh, so we didn't have any alternate ones. It was just kind of a like one and done, did it, and it was a winner. So pretty proud. I'm of looking it. for like deep meaning, like, okay, wire to wire. So that's no, we were just like, we were like, okay, let's get out all the synonyms that we can think about that have to do with our industry <laughs> and then just sort of smash them together. And that's what came out. So I'll have to look for faucet. Any wire to wire contact is really bad, right? Yeah, the, none of it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're making aluminum or something like that. Uh, unless it's our newsletter, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> when is when's the next iteration of the newsletter? The next one comes out uh, the twenty first. No, the today today's the twenty first. Comes out the twenty second. So it's Friday. Tomorrow. Friday, yes. And I declare you the publisher because I get it from you. Is you that... may declare me the publisher because that is correct. So I love it. Love it. Yeah. So uh, I find all the pictures, put it all together, find the quotes, you know, the really hard hitting stuff. That's the best part. I, I mean, I think that's what everyone, I just imagine everyone does a straight scroll to the last page and then they go back to the top. So. Yeah, perfect. We have yeah. follow up though. It yes. comes about the naming of the executive committee packet, the uh -huh. sections of those, very yep. punny. I feel like it's less punny now that Scott Sims is the executive director. Is that true or just a perception? I, I think it might be a perception, uh, but it is, it's, a, it's a group task that starts with the person who's the, you know, the lead on that item, uh, coming up with an idea and then it subsequently being shot down by staff members. <laughs> And then we work together to find something that sort of fits with obviously what's happening and try to make it slightly interesting. Although we've really been hitting that fish and wildlife one pretty hard and that's, is what it is. It, it, is. <laughs> it is what it is. So Sounds very similar to our process. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's probably the uh, most fun part of our staff meeting when we get to, uh, you know, open up the, th the thesaurus and be like, what can we find in here <laughs> for words? So, yes. This is, uh, this is one, uh, another serious one, trying to, trying to get some good content, you know. Uh -huh. If you could interview one Northwest public power, a public power adjacent celebrity, current or historic, who would it be? Uh, so, I mean, I did hear that Kelly Clarkson lives in Flathead ter territory sometimes. So I like that's, not that. my, that's not my answer. <laughs> uh, I think I would actually in the musician realm, I think I might do Woody Guthrie. I feel like I have some interesting stuff. He's adjacent, but yeah, no, we love, I, I mean, he's art. obviously, he's seen some stuff. He's been through some stuff. So I might go with that. I got a follow up. So if, if we did, if you were assigned like who the next slumming with the underground would be oh who would it be clarification it can't be harry <laughs> no okay it can't be harry Ooh, uh the next person that's like pretty i might pick i actually am a big fan of megan stratman at uh, nru me too 
Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah, she's pretty great. So uh, and interesting. So I would, I, I would, I would really recommend good. Yeah, she's really she, good she's, slumming. She is. She and she's also just like good at everything. So she'd probably be very good at this as well. <laughs> Absolutely. But what about for you guys? You guys got to answer. Who would you? I mean, I have a, I have another one in mind that popped into my head. But um, who would you guys meet? Aaron, who would you meet or talk to? Oh man, that's a hard one. Um. Gosh, honestly, I have not even, I haven't really thought about that specifically. I'll tell you my other one. So aside from Kelly Clarkson and aside from Woody Guthrie, I think it would be Mark Gendron. Because he's, yeah, I mean, he's like been around for forever and been at so many different places and so many different roles. I feel like he would have just like a, a good story to tell. Also, he vacations in Hawaii, so he would probably have good tips for going to Hawaii. So it's looking at looking out for me you know do you have one ian or brian i was I'm gonna so go to, oh go ahead ian i'm gonna go with a shout out to craig enix at reed smith llp uh i've been to several training so he's a uh, power lawyer uh in houston i've been to several trainings where craig is at and uh it's quite a few happy hours where he was also at and uh he's a really entertaining guy and is really excited about legal power issues, which uh, is a hard thing for some people to get excited <laughs> about. But he's got lots of lots of hilarious stories about, uh, you know, weird things like now you might need to put this uh, this in your contract because there was this one time where the janitor was trading on somebody's uh, somebody's book. And you got to make sure you put in that clause that says only authorized representatives of the party are, you know, included in this agreement so you love the niche topic the next super technical topic i like it i'm gonna go with uh probably somebody that none of you have heard of but uh he was uh an instructor and a former key accounts manager down south his name was wallace Barron, and i i took appa's uh key accounts uh course through him and he had so many stories extremely personal, entertaining. I think he'd do a great job. I, I don't even know if he's still in the industry because he was near in retirement uh, five years ago, but that would be somebody I think would do a really good job and would provide some uh, some entertainment. Love it. Obviously mine is Karen. Uh, that's why I invited her. And here I am. And I think we should be friends. <laughs> okay, this is, this is me. There's only one right answer for this, but- uh, Oh. We'll, think about I, it. I look forward to hearing what your right answer is. <laughs> if PPC were a professional basketball franchise, what franchise would it be? And just real quick, you can't pick the Lakers for a number of reasons. Uh, one of them being that Alex Swersman already picked him and claimed oh, yeah. that he was the LeBron James to Greg Mendonca's Anthony Davis and Roger Gray's Phil Jackson. Okay. Uh, and we, we just don't like Lakers up here obviously yeah, to be to be fair I probably would not have picked the Lakers so um right. I think I'm gonna go with uh I mean I would like to go with the hometown Blazers but since they haven't won a championship since the 70s it's a little hard because uh and then they always lose to the Lakers so that's also difficult um uh I think <laughs> not, always. With, not, <laughs> not always <laughs> that's true fan not always uh I think I'd go with the Celtics Ooh. that would be my thing yeah Pretty, they get some longevity, got good talent, get it uh, like a younger coach. It seems to match up. So that would be my my choice. Got, got a lot they of have talent. a lot of young talent. 
on the yeah. Celtics, right? Yes, they do. Yeah. I think Mike Dean would appreciate my answer given that he is from Boston. So I, that's also probably a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. But w- so what is the correct answer? I mean, I was just kind of playing to the hometown Blazers. Oh, okay. I was like, I mean, I could pick the Blazers, but it's I could also, obvious. yeah, <laughs> I could also pick a more, uh, let's see, just like a winning franchise. <laughs> <laughs> that half but your uh, I mean, staff would have to be like on the injured reserve for you to pick the Blazers right now. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of hand arm injuries, like just yeah. they're, they're out. <laughs> At least no COVID though. They're, they're all healthy from that. Hey, state. that's true. They're not the ones that are getting checked. So that is, <laughs> that is a bonus for sure. Okay. I think this one is, is me as well. Uh, so if you commuted, commuted to work in an electric vehicle, would you pay an extra $25 a month to subscribe to a dedicated 120 volt outlet that you could use to charge your vehicle while you work? Uh, so, uh, I currently rent a 100 or no, a 1925 house. So I don't think my house would be able to, uh, support that to also, uh, charge my car. So then I would definitely take the option of charging it at work and then not charging it at home. Um, so yes, I would do that. Plus I feel like they get better parking. So, mm-hmm. but turn that question around. What if like you had that, you paid $25 a month. And, you know, you didn't work at Classman IPUD, you worked somewhere else and you had to park on like the fourth floor of the parking garage. Like, what if you had to walk all the way to up and down those stairs? It's a value proposition for me. So if, if I calculated it out and I was saving like 30 bucks a month by charging at work and not at home. You're like, I would also just have really toned legs. What would it, not a bad deal. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I th- actually, I think if I was saving any money, that, that, that that's a good point. A little extra exercises. Yeah, exactly. It's not bad. But. I don't oh, currently yeah, do it. I, I do have an electric vehicle, but my wife drives it. So I, I don't subscribe. And I think I get heavy judgment from uh, Paul and maybe a little from Ian and none from Erin because she's not in the Tesla club yet. Um, <laughs> I didn't know you guys were so fancy there. Well, I did, Paul. I knew yeah. you were fancy with your Tesla. but <laughs> Not fancy. It's just, you know, we have a good program. That <laughs> I know to. you guys do. I remember when you presented about it. Yeah. Just uh, trying to spread the gospel, gospel of outlets, outlets. Here's another one that definitely reads like an accusation, but (laughs) Karen Heim, may it please the court. Do you now use, or have you ever used (laughs) an Excel spreadsheet that used VLOOKUPs, HLOOKUPs, pivot tables, or have you ever linked Excel workbooks? Uh, I've only done one of those uh, with pivot tables. um, And it was actually to track, and I haven't done it in a while since we haven't met in person in a long time. So I haven't been keeping track of it as much, Uh, but I used it to um, track the attendance at our monthly meetings. So I would track, you know, who was there, when they were there, and then look in the pivot table at the number of different uh, attendees from each utility and then who those people were and when they came. So just, if you think that I'm not watching you, I am watching you. Uh, Is that how often they were there? Do you track when they actually enter the room? So no, not when they enter the room. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I set up camp at 3 a.m. just to get anybody. If you, if any of you guys know Stu from Franklin, he is there very early, so I would have to get there that early to catch him. Yeah, no, just for if you, if you, and it only counts if you sign your name when you come to our meetings. So heads up, sign your name when you come to our meetings, whenever we meet in person. That is. Now that we're virtual, I can just, you know, 
get your registration information and then I know you were there. So the virtual's working pretty well. It's been a, I mean, it's a really good transition. The the web format, the phone was was hard. The phone, the phone was good at the time, and it was partially because uh, it never. Well, they uh, started it when I was still uh, on maternity leave, so they were like handicapped a little bit in the administrative portion, uh, and so we stuck with it for a while, but then made the jump, obviously, to Zoom. And yeah, I'm glad that it went well from your view, Paul. Um, I was telling someone from Umatilla that I am always the leader or the host of our meetings. Uh, so I don't actually know what it looks like for the participants. Like I was surprised when I found out that there was a raise your hand function because I don't ever have a hand to raise. So yeah, it worked really good. I was very tempted to like starting chatting with you when I realized you were the one with the chat. Yeah, uh, but then I realized that would just distract her and then uh, and I, I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Okay. Well then maybe next time I'll be like, Hey Paul, <laughs> Yes. Oh, I think this is me. If you had to choose one PPC member's service territory to live in for the rest of your life, what service territory would it be? Oh, oh my gosh. And then there's the super long clarification. You get the okay. long clarification. <laughs> you get to continue to travel outside of the service territory. We aren't barbarians. This, okay. <laughs> this is a fair clarification. Um, but you got to live there. Home for the rest of your life is in the service territory you pick, and it's not like you have a second home somewhere else. Don't get to have a vacation home anywhere. Right. Uh, I think it would be, um, I think it'd probably be uh, Orca's Power and Light up in the San Juans. I think it'd be pretty, pretty sweet up there. I think that'd be mine too. Oh, okay. Well, we did not coordinate this, just we in did. case you guys were curious. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think that'd be great. I mean, uh, my other one, if I was going to like stay in Oregon, uh, it would be CPI, Consumers Power, down in like the Mid Valley. But I grew up there, so they are my parents' provider. So I don't I don't necessarily need to return to my roots. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can would understand do, that pull though. Would you do Flathead, Brian? Flathead Electric? I was just thinking about my answer, and it's a two-parter. I'm going to break the rules. I had a two-parter, and I didn't even care about breaking the rules. So yeah, <laughs> so you're going to laugh at the first one because you're going to be like, well, that would smell terrible but uh <laughs> tillamook pud or clat uh yeah so it'd be tillamook because it wouldn't couldn't be clatsop tillamook pud um this time of year this is all, all based on uh, my hobbies and clear water power uh in the fall and summer i think so those are my two so you did break the rules yeah, i bent them like you broke long. them <laughs> pick one I have to pick one. Is that what you're saying? That's fine. <laughs> That's hard. Do you have one, Aaron? Did you think about this question? Um, I mean, I love Portland. Do I do I have to choose a different? Yeah, no. To, you, yeah, you I, I didn't get to PPC. pick Portland either. I thought about it, and yeah, then I clearly can't pick Portland. Didn't pick Portland. <laughs> you aren't served oh. by public power. That's yeah. That's I was really like, you could. Problem. You could go to McMinnville or Canby. Those are probably like the close, or Clark, I guess, is right over the river, but that's as close that's as you get. I list, but then I realized they're Pacific Core as well. So Astoria's out. Yes, that's, I also, that was my other one. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, whatever is the closest to Portland. <laughs> that's what I, that's my answer. So like Columbia River. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say yeah. Columbia River beauty. Yeah. <laughs> It is down the line. Yeah, that's the one I'm currently in. So I guess uh, I don't know that it's all, all that you think it is. I mean, he's got his class <laughs> just, in IPU. Just in case you thought it was an okay choice, don't it's think that. Not, yeah, 
shoot. Okay, redaction. No, I'm, I'm going to stick with that one. Ian's got his Clats Can I PUD shirt. Are you just staying here, yeah. Ian? Is this the best place? Uh, I couldn't possibly tell you that I plan to stay here forever. Otherwise, my wages may never increase, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always stretch Clats Can I PUD is a pretty good place to be. I just want to point out that Orcus Light and Power has uh, inclining block rates starting at 11 cents a kilowatt hour. <laughs> I mean, it's not. They, you don't have to need, crush our dreams, Ian. It's they okay. Need Karen and I. That's what the, they need. Karen and I. Yeah, we'll go. It's like we to have it. better rates or what? Yeah, to have better rates. Yeah. Uh, to you know, to help the educate them. The inclining block. You know, let's, let's do we're really calling out Orcus Power and Light. I wonder if we have a subscriber. I mean, it's incredibly expensive <laughs> to serve power on uh, on a yeah, which bunch makes of sense. Islands. <laughs> like, if there's an outage on one island, they have to load line trucks onto a ferry to get to that island. Right? Sounds pretty painful. That does make sense. I don't know. We're I'm not changing my answer. You didn't, it didn't have, that was not another clarification. That I, yeah. I <laughs> just, just wanted to mention that telling me your retirement plan is Orcus power and light is like telling me uh, that you're going to be moving into a New York penthouse for retirement. I mean, that sounds nice too. <laughs> the public power equivalent. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> public power equivalent. Okay. This is to settle a dispute with a person you don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to go. So do, do you know Bob Newhart by name without any context other than he had a TV show and is a comedian? Yes, I do know who he is. Uh, and I'm not super ashamed that I only really know who he is because he was an elf, but that's how I know who he is. That was how uh, it was explained to at least me uh, who he was. So, so is it I, that Barb you, knows who Bob Newhart is and you yeah. guys don't or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when she explained it, I heard Smurf. Like the Smurf movie is what I heard. <laughs> Even though she said elf, uh, then I Googled him and it was like, oh, the pop elf. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So that's the only way that I, yeah. I mean, I know he was a comedian, but I don't, I've never watched any of it, but. Apparently Bob Newhart's first com comedian album, comedic album, will beat out Bob Hope's record for wow. top of the charts when he did his first thing. And apparently okay. also he was an accountant. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. hey comedic accountant. <laughs> Excellent. The one like this guy. comedic accountant ever. I look forward to your, uh, all of your Rude. subscribers now knowing who he is though. Like, yeah, all the videos on the right side of our YouTube channel are going to be like Bob Newhart stand up. Bob Newhart I, I, Newhart. I'll, I'll link to it at the end of our video. You there can we go. A YouTube video. I'll link to it. Um, so this is a new segment, a new, yeah. it's the lightning round. We're at the end of uh, Slumming with the Underground. And it, it's similar to maybe other games you've played, not in the public power context. It's like breach, fish ladder, repower. So you have to associate these three things. You have to associate one with each. So are you gonna are you gonna breach it? Are you gonna build a fish ladder? Or are you just gonna repower? Just like it's a dam. Yeah. Got it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Should I All just right. go on this one or is someone gonna no, read? Hillary's, yeah. Hillary's got yeah, it. I'll, okay. I'll, okay. Bridgerton, Emily in Paris, Queen's Gambit. Uh, so, well, first, so I heard that it's actually supposed, Emily in Paris is supposed to be uh, done like the city 
So I think it's actually Emma Laris in Paris is the correct one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, for a second. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, okay, I would, uh, let's do, uh, we're going to uh, breach uh, Bridgerton, uh, repower uh, Emily in Paris and ladder Queen, uh, Queen's Gambit. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah well. So repower go. is like, it's, it's worth saving and fish yeah, like, ladder is like. I think Fish ladder is like, I like, like, uh, this is, is how I, yeah, this is how I interpret it. Like, fish ladder, we're keeping that, uh, repower, revamp it, and then breaches to get rid of it. Is that a correct assumption? Or? Yeah, I mean, yeah is that right? It's fascinating the way we're interpreting this. It's like, I'm learning so much about you. This is such a good <laughs> the underground segment. I'm so happy. Okay, Starbucks, Stumptown, Prince. Okay, uh, ladder, uh, well, let's start. Okay, uh, Breach, Starbucks, Repower, Stumptown, and Ladder, Prince. Oh, man. Is this oh. like the artist, artist formerly known as? Or is he known <laughs> no, as that again? <laughs> uh, Aaron, which one, what, do you love one of these that I have insulted? <laughs> I, I mean, I actually, I'm going to be totally cliche. I love Starbucks. Their quality is always good. But I also <laughs> love Cafe Umbria. Oh, wait, that's a huge chain, too. Okay. All <laughs> oh. right. Dang. I know. <laughs> I would stay in Portland and then move to that New York apartment when I retire. Apparently. <laughs> so this is the first I heard of Prince as a coffee. It it it's a good place. Uh, uh, they make their own stroop waffles, so can oh, recommend. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's there's two of them in Portland. Um, next time there's not a pandemic and you're in town, check them out. Yeah. Um, Netflix, Netflix, real books, live sports. Ooh, uh, Breach, uh, Netflix, uh, Repower, Live Sports, and Ladder, Real Books. Just boop, straight down. Wow. Absolutely. Um, Breakside, Ancestry, or Level? Very oh. curious. Okay. Uh, oh, this, uh, this one's hard. Okay, this hurts, but I would have to Breach, Breakside. Uh, and they used to be my favorite. They used to be my favorite. Uh, and then I would Repower, Ancestry, and Ladder, Level. Oh man! Okay. Wow. What uh, what genre are all of these the things in? Is this like <laughs> the shows? Oh, uh, they are all breweries in Portland, oh, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of any of these. Oh well. Really? Okay. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Oh, uh, I would. Uh, so ladder Spotify, uh, repower. Ooh, repower probably podcasts and. Well, no, Breach, Podcast, Repower, YouTube. Wow. I know. You that like, was a rough one. You like the YouTube. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's, I, uh, so wait, I, hold on. I said Repower YouTube. Yeah, no, just like, it's been a rant. God, I remember the first time I went on YouTube, I spent like three hours watching crap videos. So <laughs> ever since then, yeah, no, YouTube's so, great. Have you subscribed to Public Power Underground? Uh, I have not, but there's an asterisk by it. It's because you email me the uh, email me it every Friday morning. So, and you have the nice timestamps in there. So I uh, I think it's you know part my fault, part your fault, Paul, because you're so great. So just sending out such a great email that I don't have to subscribe because I like the, getting your email that has a little precursor and then the timestamps in it. And and this is new. We are now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Oh, damn. Look at yeah. you guys. Yeah, we're legit. <laughs> legit. 
That's it. That's it for Slovin with the Underground. That's it. We did it. Question, but I can't see it. Um, was this fun? Are you willing it to like fun. recommend this experience to make? Yes, can recommend. Stuff? Will Yelp five stars? Obviously. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, you, I mean, you can go Tapple Podcasts even if you don't want to really subscribe. <laughs> just rate and, and just like write a quick note. It's pretty good. It's easy. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty I don't really want to be a YouTube sucker of this. It's right now, but I five starred us on Apple Podcasts earlier oh, today. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> We've got one. I'm also not subscribed on YouTube because I don't subscribe to anything on YouTube, um, but I did five star us on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Yeah, we will I, divide uh, and conquer. I'll t- I can take one. Someone take another one. We'll get it. We'll get all the five stars. <laughs> I felt a little bit like weird about the whole YouTube, like really leaning into it. But it was so much easier to upload videos there than to do a podcast. But now that we're on podcast, like I just, it's so much easier to listen. <laughs> like, oh, now I just know it's just way easier. Yeah. It's well, just- really, what needs to happen is that we need to repower Apple Podcasts to add video capabilities. No, I don't even like video. <laughs> I just want to listen. Just give me good audio content. I do think, though, we should fish ladder Spotify, but in the way where we make Spotify go down the fish ladder and then have Instagram go up the fish ladder. I think we should have a PPU Instagram account. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I think we should TikTok. Oh, yes. oh my gosh <laughs> is that an app oh my gosh can i can't believe i asked that question about a year and a half ago I can't believe you asked it either. TikTok videos every pretty much every day now this is me <laughs> dang it i know mom no one's on tiktok anymore <laughs> <laughs> well karen that's it thank you for joining that's us it. thank you for being a friend of the underground we're incredibly oh. honored to have oh. you you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. And um, we will see you again at the next PPC Executive Committee meeting. Yeah, you'll at least see me in the background. I'll chat with you guys. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> if you want to be removed as a friend of the underground, just send Paul an email with the subject line, I support seasonal time change. That's the subject line, I support seasonal time change to Paul Dockery, and you will be guaranteed that he will remove you from the distribution list for Friends of the Underground. Thanks for tuning in. Public Power Underground is presented by Plug Pass. Plug Pass is an electric vehicle charging program designed by and for commuters. Are you feeling depleted, low, limited, range anxious? Plug Pass can help you recharge your electric vehicle. Plug Pass is a subscription-based public charging program that is perfect for schools, major employers, parking garages, and electric utility headquarters. If your public utility is looking for a low-cost way to implement public charging goals, check out our program design, rate design, and the design of a custom RFID-controlled switch on our GitHub page. Or just ask. We're happy to talk about it. Plug Pass. It's open source. Plug Pass. It's just an outlet. Public Power Underground is a pandemic diversion for entertainment purposes. It's written, edited, and produced by the Power Department. The views expressed here are our own and not the official views of Klatskanai PUD, nor of any person or organization affiliated or doing business with Klatskanai PUD, nor the organization or affiliates of any of the guests also appearing on Public Power Underground. 
Neither Klatskin IPUD nor those appearing on Public Power Underground generate ad revenue from the episodes. It's all just for fun and the positive reviews, likes, and subscriptions to our YouTube videos and podcast feed. So don't be shy about liking, commenting, five-star ratings, or glowing reviews. Public Power Underground for electric utility enthusiasts. Public Power Underground, it's work to watch.